0: Hello and welcome back to Prime Your Day, Prime Your Life, a podcast for business owners all around sales mindset and other business management issues. Today we are talking social media. Social media fails, lessons and real principles to make it work for you. Enjoy the show and come back again very, very soon. Welcome back. I'm wondering, how are you getting a return from your social media? Do you spend hours on it and literally get no connection from your prospects or you find yourself just wasting time with it? Welcome back to Zoom Tennis and also Prime Your Day, Prime Your Life on podcast. Today, we've got a real specialist for social media. We have Gunnhild Schoepershosen. I've probably said it completely wrong. But uh, Gunnhild, you are our first international guest on our podcast and our Zoom tennis format. So uh, <laughs>
1: Thank you so much. To the,
0: uh, welcome to the show. How are you today?
1: I'm great, thank you. Thank Good. you for the introduction. How uh, are you? Well,
0: you know, it comes, with, it comes with lots of expectation about social media, how you're going to help people unpick the time that they're wasting on their Facebook. All right, so we'll get right into the first question then. So uh, Gunnhild, uh, what are the biggest... Mistakes that you find coaches and business owners that uh, come to you with new client work, where are they going wrong? And what are the biggest mistakes in terms of marketing themselves on social media?
1: Yeah, thank you for that question. Well, I see a lot of people who are just spending hours and hours and hours on end on social media and not getting... Any real outcome from that time spent. They think that they may um, have elevated their branding or their present, or at least they're out there, but they're not actually getting inquiries on new clients from those efforts. So, one of the places where most people do it wrong is that they're not really clear in their messaging about what they're selling. They may be saying, I'm selling coaching or I'm selling websites or whatever, but they're not talking about why does that matter to their client? So what's the result that that client would get out of working with them? And so of course, if they're not talking about um, the benefit on the client side, then how would they even get inquiries? Like why would people approach them? And another thing I see is that, well, then they're thinking, what should I post? What should I post? And they're posting a lot of uh, small tips and strategies. And when a reader sees that, uh, let's say, for instance, in a Facebook group, you may be posting uh, a tip, right? And then the reader sees that and they say, wow, thank you for the tip. And then they go out and try it on their own. Or they um, think, okay, I may I I'd rather follow that person and then see if they have any more tips for me, and that way you're just connecting with people who are expecting your free tips and advice, but it's not actually helping the reader making that big transformation, uh, which is why you're in business.
0: Okay, and how much, how much time or how much cost? do you think some t- some of these coaches are spending actually on results that are not delivering do you have any idea of what it's cost some of your clients in the in the past
1: um, well i know of people who have spent of what's of 10000 doing a program where they thought well this will teach me exactly what to do on social media and then on the back end of the program when they after they enrolled they were told well you have to spend money on ads in order to get this to work and then they're spending money on ads and they set up the whole system you know they have a webinar they have the webinar funnel or the application funnel or they are making lead magnets and sharing that all over and if they're really advanced then they also share it on in uh, with organic methods right in groups or on their profile or on LinkedIn and posting it everywhere but they're still uh, spending a lot of money towards that so it could be several hundred dollars um, without getting anything in return because their messaging is not dialed in yeah so they don't have the foundation so they get a lot of eyes on their lead magnet or their webinar or their posts, but they're just not connecting with that prospect.
0: Okay, it's a fascinating subject, and particularly when it gets into ads, I guess we can spend significant amount of money quickly without uh, any kind of return.
1: So, what are the a lot of people are actually going into ads upfront instead of testing their offer first? Yeah, without you know really dialing in the perfect message using organic marketing, which I recommend, then when you know it's working, then it's okay to spend money on it because then it pays off.
0: So you would actually advocate that, what, no money at all on ad spend in terms of uh, social media strategies that are going to work? It's all through organic?
1: Well, you can definitely build a six-figure business without having ads at all if you know what you're doing.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, and you can definitely waste all of your money on ads without any return if uh, what you're doing is not working. Like if you if it's not connecting on the right level with your prospects.
0: Yeah.
1: And you can't see that disconnect on your own. You have to uh, look at the numbers whether people are buying. If they're not buying your offer, then there is a disconnect, and you have to figure out what that is.
0: Okay, uh, I, I'm fairly new to uh, to Facebook. Uh, do you, can you want to just talk to me about some of my experiences that uh, you've yes. me, Tell me how, you you've had? How I
1: I know Chris that you started out on LinkedIn and you uh, you really honed your game on LinkedIn. So what made you go to Facebook, and, and what was your experience of, of going there?
0: Well, I think it was uh, people like yourself, Gunhill, telling me that there is so much opportunity in uh, in Facebook. But it's taken me a while. Certainly LinkedIn, I I understand the mechanism and I have managed to nurture, uh, build no like and trust and offer value, which has now turned into uh, client revenue. But Facebook was a a different entity. I didn't know whether to spend time on my business page or my private page. And then my private page, uh, what kind of posts to be putting up and then having a group. And it was this sort of this massive maze of, of things that I needed to do, but actually having a real difficulty getting t- to the point. Um, tell me what you said to me about my um, my Facebook profile picture uh, originally.
1: Oh, I have. I I really can't remember. It's uh, half a year ago, I think.
0: It was about my eyes, wasn't it? In terms of.
1: Uh... Well, I definitely told you to have a profile picture where you're actually looking, so that people can see your eyes, because yes. uh, we connect. Um, I think the numbers are around uh, 60%. We connect 60% better with information that comes with a face on it, where where you see a picture of a face. And the key to the picture with a face is the eyes. So you have to look out at the camera.
0: Yeah, and what I've learned is that the, the posts that connect best are the human personal posts on Facebook talking about the struggle, or the wins, or the adventures, or the excitement, or simply the the journey that you've taken other people on. Those are the ones that seem to really build resonance. And unlike LinkedIn, they're not so interested in the statistics, or the methodology, or the stories. They're more interested in how can it really help them move from where they are to where they want to get to. And also, can I show them that I've been where they were, and I can help them go from where they were to where they want to get to. So I think it's about providing social proof and evidence that I've got a story that perhaps, maybe it's not particularly inspirational, but they can just identify with the journey that I've been on and where they want to get to as well. Is is, is that a sort of a fair reflection of what you're finding? Um,
1: To some extent, yes. Um, another way of really connecting to the reader is to just demonstrate that you have a really deep knowledge into what you're talking about so that uh, without teaching all the stuff but just shifting their mindset so that you're calling out when when you're seeing that they think they have one problem but as the expert you can recognize that their problem is another one entirely yeah and when you can make them see that that positions you as an authority and it will make people uh you know uh, comment on your post and like your post and engage with it because you blew their mind
0: okay um all right so um ball back to your side of the court then gunhild so if we're writing our own posts on social media and we're thinking about the the content what should we start posting as the business owner, coach, therapist to really make us look amazing to get that social pull that we want from the, uh, the from the post?
1: Yeah, well, um, I think there are two things here. And one is what you should not be posting. Um uh, we, I, I get a lot of uh, ads on Facebook and elsewhere of these uh, programs where you can buy scripts for everything and, and social media templates and that sort of thing where you just fill in your own details. They don't work very well because they're so unpersonalized, right? So, so it's very generic and we see it all the time. We see generic posts all the time. And That's really what you should try and avoid by all means. Um, except if you're posting inside your own Facebook group, you can sometimes um, get away with posting, you know, just engaging questions for people, uh, and then it's okay that it, you're not demonstrating your expertise in every single post. Yeah. Um, but when you're posting on your profile or in other people's groups or wherever you want to share your message. It's important that you, when you sit down and you want to come up with great content, put yourself in the shoes of your ideal client and you can think back to past clients you've had and think about, well, what were their questions? And so you can either answer their questions in the post so that you're showing up really helpful and uh, make sure that you're mirroring their language so you're using the, the words and the sentences that they are thinking inside their head. Okay. Um, but also make them see the shift that they're focusing over here, but they should focus over here if they want to see results. Yeah. And so you can exactly um, identify why they're not getting results with the first method that they think they should. Like for instance, A lot of people starting out they think that the first thing they need to start a business is a website that is wrong on so many levels because having a website doesn't mean that anybody will see it or find it right so if you can point out why that is true then you're shifting their mindset and it means that they come to trust you as the authority
0: okay i so get the template thing i have to confess that yes, I have um, I have di- dived into scripts or templates, and you get it, and you're all enthusiastic, and you open it up, and then you quickly find out that it's it's no better than anything else you could have found on Google, uh, right. or, or that you could have probably written yourself. And the key thing is, it's like why somebody doesn't lose weight when they're dieting. We know what we need to do, which is basically ingest more uh, less food, exercise more. Mm -hmm. But the reason why people need personal trainers is because they need to be held accountable and be given a program and a framework to enable them to shift the weight. So yes, templates are great in theory, but they need to work with somebody like yourself who says, this is maybe a template that we can work on. However, we need to change the language, change the script, change the approach, and then hold them accountable to actually doing the do as opposed to just letting them loose.
1: And then you may as well start from scratch with just uh, a framework in your mind that lets you tap into that uh, inspiration you get from your clients or for, from your uh, imaginary ideal clients somehow, uh, sometimes even. Um, and and you, just using these frameworks to figure out what to write specifically for your business. Yep. But to what you are saying about the templates, sometimes When you get a bunch of templates, um, it gives you kind of a structure and that's. it can be really great for people who are just starting out and saying, well, I don't know what to post. I don't know what my business is. I don't know how to do anything. Then maybe that can be a first step into just getting your hang of, well, should I post with a picture or not? And how long can my post be? And... How many emojis uh, do I want to put in? And all, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. I really,
0: love you your recommendation about, I really love your recommendation about really seeing your prospect through their eyes and their shoes and getting them to really feel what they need to fix. And it's, it's less about us and it's so much about them, uh, I, I think, in terms of how can we help them fix the challenges. And it's less about how I can help you. Of course, I want to help you, but I really want you to have the results that well, yes. you can imagine. Uh, it's in the always
1: future. about the client.
0: Absolutely. Always
1: about or the, the audience, client. whatever you call it.
0: OK, yeah. what is it, uh, Gunhild, that you'd like to perhaps uh, just have a little bit of a rant about, a little bit of frustration, things that you when you see the post, you just think oh, this is just so frustrating. I wish I could just reach in and say, don't spend the money. Please don't do this. What, what are the, yeah. the key things that just, just really aggravate you?
1: Well, apart from people just posting from some, you, you can just see that they're following a generic template and it's not personal and it's not tailored to the audience and it's not helpful or anything like, apart from that, which we already discussed. You know, most people online at this point in time have already invested a lot of money in courses and trainings. And they could be, you know, low-ticket programs on Udemy or they can be high-ticket programs from, I don't know, Marie Folio or Amy Porterfield. And you spend a lot of money, right? But what they're doing is that they're making this huge program that is meant to help just about anybody and a lot of the people coming out on the other side of these programs they're still not any clearer on what their secret source is like what's what are their magic words how do they connect to their clients so it it really pays to to get mentoring to get one-on-one help with adjusting your business messaging and communication to your specific situation. Okay. That's what much, people, uh, are, people are buying courses and courses and courses and doing stuff themselves and not getting another person to have a look at their business. Yeah. And then they just keep struggling.
0: Yeah. I, I sometimes say to uh, a client, you need to stop absorbing and start producing. Just- yes start doing and as you do you'll try and fail but every time you fail you'll then go back and try again and the next time it'll get better but you can't keep on thinking that the system that's out there is going to be the golden nugget that's going to fix the problem
1: yes we've all tried right to see wow this sounds like the perfect solution and then you go and you dive completely in and you see that to some people it may have been a perfect solution but each and every one of us needs to find our own path. Yes. And what fits with our personality and, you know, our technical abilities and so on.
0: Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, Anything else, Gunhill, before we uh, share your contact details and people can find out where to engage with you properly and and get some more of your advice from?
1: Mm, It should be a question to you then. I'd love to. So I have just observed that you've been uh, really embracing the method of running challenges in groups. Can you tell about how's that working for you? Is, do you find it enjoyable?
0: Well, 100% yes. That's what I love to do is to help people discover something. So I've just done two challenges. One was on confidence, clarity, and courage. Uh, first of all, you need clarity, then you need confidence, then you need courage to see through your, your idea. And then the other one was really just some basics around selling out of COVID uh, of what we should be doing, how it should be working and how we change our messaging to uh, react to COVID. So they're very quick challenges, only three uh, hour segments. And the idea for me is just to try to show authenticity that I've got something that somebody might like to explore more of. And if they know, like and trust it, then we then talk about how we can work on that uh, further. But overall, it's a, it's a really enjoyable three hours of, of time, and I've already seen some people making some really seismic shifts from their imposter syndrome, or their fear, or they just don't think they're good enough, and just saying, okay, I'm just gonna ask for help. And they put their hand up in LinkedIn, for example, and six people dived on the post and said, I can help, I can help, I can help. And she was literally blown away thinking, I can't believe I've been sat on this for six months thinking that I can't do it. And suddenly six people have said, yes, you can. And I'm going to help you. By the way, I'll do it for free because I just want to see you succeed. Uh, So, yeah, those are little things that uh, amazing. Obviously, it has a revenue generation goal to it. But at the same time, I don't do it with any expectation apart from deliver the value. And if the value revenue flows, then so be it.
1: Okay, Uh, great answer. I have another follow-up question to that. Um, Since you have a lot of experience from both LinkedIn and from Facebook, do you feel that they are different types of people who are using the two platforms or are they looking for different solutions when they're on either one or the other platform or, or how would you describe the difference?
0: I think it goes back to your point about understanding your audience. And they're using the different platforms for two different purposes. So I I can coach on mindset using some of my Ironman skills and how you have to go beyond pain to get to the result. And I also can help coach on sales methodology and sales techniques to build revenue. And what I found is that trying to prospect on Facebook around sales techniques and sales frameworks was literally I had no traction at all. Uh, But I got huge amounts of traction on confidence, clarity, mindset, uh, not necessarily life coaching, but enabling people to jump from their comfort zone into the place where their dreams are and using confidence, clarity or courage to enable them to do that. And of course, from that, you then need some sales revenue and sales techniques, but you need to attract them with the pattern interrupt before they'll then take the sales uh, frameworks. Whereas, LinkedIn was much more around about sales framework, sales techniques, because they're already in the business context and that spoke more clearly to them. So that's what I've learned, is that think about your prospect, think about their challenge, and then talk to them on the different platforms based on where they will receive your message. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, makes completely sense.
0: Okay. But test and measure, like you say, uh, I spent too long, on Facebook with posts that were literally getting no traction, ask yourself, if people say this platform works, why are my posts not working? And ask for help. And people like yourself said, maybe you should try this, or maybe you should look at your camera and maybe we should see your eyes and be (laughs) more about Chris and less about sales and more about the person. And you know,
1: sometimes they're just basics that you just need to wow, was it just a new profile picture I needed, right? Yes. Yeah. And then, of course, you can always upgrade from there. Yeah.
0: Facebook, you definitely, get- they need to see you in the post, I think, because they've they've connected with you for a reason, which is an experience that they you've shared or mm-hmm. uh, a life journey you've been on together. So why not put yourself in the picture?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Okay. Let me get your uh, contact details up here, Gunhild, so that people can uh, find you and... Uh, go and uh, talk to you and connect with you in a bit more detail. So for anybody on the podcast, uh, it's gunhild at Gunnhildsb.com. Uh, yes. and the mobile- or go
1: straight to my Facebook profile.
0: Which is, so what's your Facebook profile?
1: Uh, Facebook.com slash my name. And you can okay. see it on the screen. It's better than if I pronounce it.
0: <laughs> well, some people are on the podcast. So it's gunhild And then last name is S-C. B-H-O-U hyphen B-O-J-E-S-E-N. Uh, and that's it. Also LinkedIn, you're on there too. I know you're not on LinkedIn as much as you are on Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's the show today. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll be back again in a week's time talking about more things that are relevant to business owners, uh, coaches, and uh, people that just want to get themselves out of a sales sticky s- situation. gunther anything else to say today?
1: Um. Just thank you very much for for this opportunity. It's always a pleasure to talk to you chris
0: Ah uh, thank you and we'll see you uh we'll see you in the future thank you yes okay.